Welcome to the Mindset of Podcasting. I'm Jillian, and on this podcast, we talk about all things business, mindset, and podcasting. Podcasting is a great way to grow your business and allows you to be seen as an expert in your field. In each episode, I will be talking to an expert in a different area of business so that we can get all the tips to help grow your own business and podcast. So listen in. Welcome back to the Mindset of Podcasting. On today's episode, we are talking about branding. Now, I know we previously had an episode about branding, but I think it's really good to get different perspectives on it. Everybody comes at it from a different angle, a different view, and my guest today is doing just that. My guest today, Melanie Granwall, helps moms who have left corporate America build their brand and execute their vision online so they can thrive in purpose and have freedom of time. She collaborates with small business owners to build a solid foundation for their business by strategically planning and executing brand identity, logo design, web design, and professional photography. Before starting her design business, Melanie worked 15 years in corporate America in training, user experience, instructional design, and marketing and communications. Her expertise and experience allows her to serve purpose-driven entrepreneurs with excellence. After working with Melanie, business owners have clarity on their vision, target audience, and brand messaging. They also have a strategically designed online presence that attracts the ideal clients they want to serve. Well, doesn't that sound amazing and something that we all want? So listen in as Melanie gives all her tips for branding and we talk about podcast cover art and what the most important aspects of that are. Hi, Melanie. How are you today? I'm good. How are you doing? I am good. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. Yes. So I think a good place to always start when I have a guest is my listeners obviously want to know who they are and what they bring to the world. Yes, absolutely. So my name is Melanie and I am a brand and web designer. And so I particularly help women who have left corporate America and they want to like start their own business. So um, starting their own brand, like taking their corporate skill set and then using it in a business environment. So I help them build their brand identity their um, visuals, their logos, their colors, also understanding like their messaging, their ideal client. And then we go into um, designing their website as well. And it's local to um, like the Metro Atlanta area, I'll do their brand photography to bring it all together so that they have like a, a cohesive, consistent online presence that reaches the right audience. Oh, wow. That is awesome. And that is all stuff I do not know how to do. So <laughs> Sound good. Yeah, I'm not good with colors and um, messaging I'm working on. Too. <laughs> so let's start with why is it important to build a brand? Like, why do we need it? Yeah. So, I mean, when I th- when I hear the word brand, right, I think identity, right? So, you know, each of us is unique. Um, you're unique. I'm unique. Each of us is unique. So a brand is a way um, it's an identity of your business, who you're serving, your mission. So it's important to understand that identity so that your audience can, that that you want to work with can relate to, to you, right? They want to understand who are you? Like, what do you, what do you stand for? What are your values? What are the problems that you're going to help me solve? So being able to understand like your brand, your identity, the problem that you solve, the client that you want to serve is going to help you to better articulate more confidently to your, like to yourself, but then also to your audience as well. Like you're going to be confident in knowing this is my brand. And then people, if once you're confident, then people will also be confident in what you're serving or selling to them. Yes. Yes. That makes perfect sense. Yes, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) So where, where do we start? Like blank slate, like where do we begin? 
So believe it or not, like when people first start with me, I have them start with like one two page business plan. And you know, I, I studied business in school, and so business plans to me were like twenty pages. Um, but they're simpler. So I have them start with, like I said, a one and a half, two page business plan. And a lot of those um, fields that I have them filled out are going to be, you know, what's your mission? Like, what do you want to accomplish through this business? Who do you desire to serve? You know, like being more, being more specific than just, I'm going to serve all women. You know, that's really broad, like really getting specific on who's your ideal client. What do you value? Right. What's the problem? Right. So with the business, you're solving. a So in that business plan, we're identifying what's the problem that you're going to be solving and the solutions that you're going to offer? Um, what's that transformation look like for your end user? And then also looking at what tools and resources are going to be required to run your business, right? And maybe there's certain systems or um, tools or software or um, things that are going to be required to, to run that. It's good to know that as well. Um, and then we also look at like brand messaging, right? So like um, some people will call it like a value proposition statement or a brand um, proposition statement, but really looking at how you articulate that, whether it be that 30 second pitch or that elevator pitch, how you articulate that to your, to your client. So we really just do a snapshot of the business. That's where we start, right? Um, most importantly, that problem that you're so great at solving, and then the person that's going to pay you for that problem. Yes. Great place to start. Yes. I, <laughs> I didn't so much do a business plan, but yes, I did write out some of those things. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. It's sometimes yeah. It, like, you, like you may not call it a business plan, but what you're, if you're writing out those things, it's pretty much that. But <laughs> as long as you're identifying those key elements, then you, yeah, you're good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so when it comes to like our graphics and the way we present ourselves online, or most of my listeners have a podcast, what are some important aspects to have on like your podcast cover art or graphics that you use to promote your podcast? Yeah. Yeah. So are, do most of them already have like their solid like name of what they want their podcast to be? Yes. Most of them do. Yeah. And then they're just trying to design the the artwork. <laughs> yeah. So, so whatever that, that name is that they've branded their podcast to be, they want that to come through, through the artwork with, with building a brand, like get clear on like your colors. Right. So in order to build trust with people, consistency builds trust. Right. So, you know, if one day someone has like pink and blue is the color and then the next month they have like green is blue is their color on a different platform. And it's like, hey, wait, this is not consistent. You know, so subconsciously the person's like that doesn't trust because they're, they're constantly changing, you know, so. Um, like if we were to walk into Target one day and everything was yellow one one year, the next year it's green, you know, you yes. they trust. So with your brand art, you want to make sure whatever colors you've picked, be consistent with those colors. And think about really like, because, you know, when, when you're scrolling through a podcast feed or stream, think about creating cover that's really going to stand out against other podcast covers, right? So I'm trying to think. So like... There's some, it just really depends. Like the photo, you really want the photo to be able to like speak to, and sometimes it may not even be a photo of you. Sometimes it's a photo of you, but sometimes with podcasts, it's less about you and more about, so there's a way to the problem or, or the, the topic that you're solving. So if there's a way to communicate that through the, through the photo, I would say do that. So like for a photographer, um, there's a photography podcast that I listen to. A good cover would be, you know, them Instead of just a picture of them, they have a picture of them with their photography, like their camera or their equipment or something like that. And 
like for me with a brand designer, I would have like, someone could look at my photo and say, oh, she's, she's branding. So she might be talking about branding. So whatever it is you want to talk about, whatever it is that your topic is about, have some elements of that in your cover photo, if that makes sense. It, it kind of applies to like, you know, when someone has their website, um, when someone goes on your website, your photos, they should be able to look at your photos and tell exactly what you do. And you kind of wanted to have that same concept when you're working with your podcast cover. Can someone look at this and be able to tell by the name and the photo what this thing is about, what this podcast is about? Yes, exactly. Because they're scrolling through so many cover arts. Yes. Stand out and they got to kind of know just from looking without even reading the description, like, hey, oh, this is what this is about. Yes, exactly. But the, yes, exactly. The, the colors will help. Choosing colors that resonate with your audience. So like if you're speaking to a group of women, choosing colors that they would be welcome to or inviting to um, versus like all black and all red, you know, so different audiences are going to require different colors. And so that's why when you first create your podcast, you want to know who's who do, who's most likely going to be my audience. And that may require some market research. You may have to go out and ask people who would be interested in listening to this podcast so you can get an idea of who's in your audience so that you can create colors and a message that relates to those people that would be most likely be able to listen. Yes, that's really important. I think most of the time we pick like our favorite colors. Yeah. They're not always the ones that resonate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. I do have to say though, my favorite color is teal and I made sure I did get that into it. Yes, it's okay. I have pink in mine, girl. Pink's my fave. So I'm like, I'm keeping it. Yes. <laughs> Uh, we talked a little bit about websites. So does our podcast need a website? So that's a great question. So I've seen people do it really well. So if someone, someone may have a website, but they may take their podcast and they may multipurpose that, right? So the great thing about podcasts, it's audio, but you can multipurpose that into like a um, a written blog on your website which could also be a video on YouTube. So you could take that content and you can make it appeal to different audiences. People who like to listen, people who like to read, people who like to watch. So I would recommend, um, if you're really wanting to get your content out there, I would definitely recommend um, having it on some type of website because it'll help with SEO, like people finding you on Google. Like if someone searched for whatever that topic that your podcast is about, um, if you put that, podcast on your website that will show up in Google rankings, which will increase who you can reach and increase your audience as well. So it's definitely a great idea to take that and put it on um, your web for sure. Or if you decide, hey, you know, maybe I just want to do it, take it and put it on YouTube. You can do that. But it's definitely a a great idea to, to increase your audience. Yes, I am the queen of repurposing. Yes. <laughs> I video them, I write them out, like it's everywhere. Everywhere That's you can put so it. Good. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm popping into the middle of this episode to tell you about the system that has changed how I do business. Are you tired of having 10 different systems to do everything? You have one to send contracts, one to invoice, one for email, one for your scheduler. It can be overwhelming. Desato does all those all in one system. To learn about all the features, go to themindsetofpodcasting.com slash sponsors. I use Stepsato to keep track of clients, schedule discovery calls, invoice clients, and for lead generation. It's the all-in-one system that makes my life so much easier. If you are tired of going from one system to another, check out Debsato and see how it can make your life so much easier and simpler. 
go to themindsetofpodcasting.com slash sponsors. So I would love to know one of your top tips when you are designing a brand with your clients. Great question. So like when, when I first meet with people, we, we, a lot of times people come to me and they want to go like straight to the logo or straight to the, Mm -hmm. straight to the website. Right. (laughs) So uh, a tip or strategy that I use with people is those are actually like the last things we think about. We actually look at strategy first. Right. So um, strategy would be, okay. So what are your goals? What, what do you want to accomplish within the next one year, two year, three year, right? So when you build a brand, you look at long-term building versus just getting that quick end result. So I'm looking at like what their goals are. And then a really, really good thing when building a brand is market research. So a lot of times when we... We think we have an idea of who our audience is, but until we actually go out and research and talk to potential clients of what their needs are and what they're looking for, we really don't know um, unless we've actually talked to someone. So market research is like a big part of understanding your audience. What would they pay for? What do they want? What do they even want? Because we could go out with this amazing thing and then and then we haven't talked to anybody and then we we don't have anyone that will purchase our product because we didn't like figure out if that's what they really wanted. So definitely the market research would be key. It's like, you know, have an idea of what you want to offer, but then um, reach out to certain people who you would love to work with and see if they'd be willing to either get on a short call with you or fill out a short survey in exchange for something. So usually if you, when you ask people for market research, some people like for me, I might say, I give you a free website audit or some people offer a, a gift card or cash to Starbucks or something like mm-hmm. that. Um, but usually give them something in exchange for their time to make it worthwhile for them. Um, but market research is really going to help you to understand what services should I offer? What packages, what my packages look like? What should my pricing look like? And who really would pay for my services? So um, that's a really key part before we ever start designing anything. Is that something that you help your clients with is the market research part? I have a person that I collaborate with. She does that part. Um, so my part is more of like the messaging, the the vision, the values and all of that. As far as like the in-depth, like she goes like really, really in-depth. So I let I work with other experts that um, would help do that part. So she's she's a like a, well, you could call her a content strategist. And so she um, you guys can look her up. It's social rebellion marketing. And so she is really great with helping people like do that market research, that content um So not just for the website, but also for um, social media and email, like she'll do email sequences and social media and things like that. So her name's Candice Blackman um, with Social Rebellion Marketing and her marketing strategies are really, really good. Oh, I'll make sure to put that in the show notes. I love that you're collabing with others who are in their zone of genius and then you're in your zone, but they go together. Oh my gosh. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's so important because it's like as entrepreneurs, we feel like sometimes we have to be able to do all parts of the process. And it's like, no, I know my, my lane. I'm going to stay in my lane. I want to collaborate with marketing people. I want to collaborate with content strategists. You know what I'm saying? So it just makes it it takes a load off to know I can focus on what I'm great at and then I can refer people to other people what they're great at experts. Yes, definitely. <laughs> yes. And when you design websites, do you also do the copy? 
So the the client will provide the content mm-hmm. to me, but I will I like to go in there and I'll tweak like the headlines and stuff. I'm like, okay, oh, we gotta. Yes. And a lot of times I'm trimming stuff. So sometimes we can get really wordy with the with the words. So I'm trimming out like extra filler words, and then I'm making the headlines like stand out. Because when I'm thinking about how someone browses a website, it's you know the headlines and the photos. They'll browse that and then they'll go back and possibly read. But I want to make sure like all those headlines are on point. The photos show exactly what they do. And then um, Candace, the one I mentioned earlier with Social Rebellion, she will do, she will write website copy, like write it from scratch. I just tweak what the client gives me. So whatever they give me, mm-hmm. I will tweak it. But my main focus is going to be like design the strategy in the website. Mm-hmm. Oh, but that's great that you have somebody to give them to if they're like me, not yes. very good at copy at all. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Or the whole branding thing. Oh all. my gosh. Yeah. She'll write the whole thing and then do the email That's sequences. Awesome. Like she's great. <laughs> yes. I love to see entrepreneurs collab and help each other out. That is awesome. So important. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being on today. This was so helpful. I know that when we're designing our podcast cover our website, whatever, this is going to be so helpful. So can you tell the listeners how can they work with you if they're ready to design their brand and really make it speak to their ideal clients? Yes, absolutely. They can um, email me at hello at melanielatrell.com or they can go to my website. It's melanielatrell.com. Um, right now I'm actually going through my own rebrand. So I, I have what you call like a squeeze page. It's just a um, header thing with the button and my photo and what I offer. So I'm actually going through my own. I find it's harder to rebrand myself, but I'm going through <laughs> my own rebrand because I, all the stuff that I've told you to recommend, I'm going through all that stuff again with myself to make sure that I've got it a hundred percent clear. <laughs> so it's like the second re- So, um, cause when I first started, when I first started my business, I had one idea of who I was going to serve. But after being in business a certain uh, couple of years now, I'm realizing that it's a different audience that actually comes to me more. So I'm rebranding for that audience. So it's exciting. It's really exciting. So I, I love when you get clarity like that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And that's a great thing to reevaluate our brand every so yes. often to update it. Because we change, you know, we're not the same as when we first started. Yeah. And it's okay to change. Sometimes we think, oh man, it didn't work out the first thing that I thought, but it's okay to shift and evolve and change. I mean, if you look at bigger corporations, they shift and evolve and change. So yeah, it's it's okay. Just be open to that. Mm-hmm, definitely. Well, I will make sure all your links are in the show notes. And thank you again so much for being on today. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. I did not know all that behind branding. Most of the time you think branding is your logo, your website, the way that things look, but there is so much strategy behind it. And Melanie gave us a great place to start with her business plan. So if you have not made a business plan, do that. And then she gave us some amazing tips about your podcast cover art, which is very important, especially when you're scrolling. Think of it like the first thing that people see of your podcast. So you want to make a good impression. You want them to know what your podcast is about. So start with your business plan, pick your colors, and then design your podcast cover art and share it with me. I would love to see it. You can DM me on Instagram at Jillian Grover Podcast Solutions or even email it to me at Jillian at JillianGrover.com. So your podcast tip of the week. So I just heard that some podcast companies are buying short podcast plays within mobile game apps. So what happens is you're playing a game and you know how you get an ad? Well, 
All they have to do is listen to just 20 seconds of your podcast and they will get game tokens for the game that they're playing in the app. And because more than 60 seconds of audio is downloaded, it is marked as a download for your podcast. So this is giving you wrong information because obviously these people aren't listening to the whole episode. They're just listening to the 20 seconds so that they can get their game points for this. So there are some pros and some cons to this. I mean, it is allowing your podcast to get out to other people who might not have listened to it, these people who are playing games. But personally, I feel like it's not a good benefit. Like the people playing these games are probably maybe younger. I don't know the demographics exactly, but not your target audience, probably. Like maybe they are, but for most of us, I think that they're not. And this getting counted as download when it's not. And I want to know who's actually listening because they're not actually listening. So this is why I say don't look at your downloads. It's not an accurate view of your podcast. You need to see who's listening, who's talking to you, who's DMing you, who's rating and reviewing. So definitely like don't look at the analytics so much. (laughs) So an update. Okay. I I can't believe that December is almost here. This is crazy. I am definitely slowing down this month and taking some time to really enjoy the season. I don't know about you, but January to March are pretty depressing here in upstate New York. It's cold. There's no holidays, really. I mean, Valentine's Day, but I don't really celebrate that. My anniversary is in March, so maybe we'll go out to dinner, but like nothing big, you know? So I want to soak in all of December and really enjoy it. So I am slowing down, but I would love to know... What are your podcast questions? I am planning season three of the podcast and I really want to know your questions. So send me your questions either on Instagram at Jillian Grover Podcast Solutions or email me at Jillian at JillianGrover.com. Let me know your questions and I can make an episode all about it. So thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you next week. Thank you so much for listening. If managing your podcast is becoming overwhelming and you are ready to hand it over to someone who will put the time and effort into it that you do, then let's chat. I have a variety of different packages to meet all of your needs. You can view all of these packages at jilliangrover.com management. My packages include editing, show notes, social media graphics, transcription, and more. We will hop on a discovery call so I can get to know more about you, your business, and your podcast. And then I will tailor a package just for you. Go to jilliangrover.com slash management to check out my packages and to book your discovery call. That's J-I-L-L-I-A-N grover.com slash management.